Is that Sierra and Chris Brown? Is that who that is? Yep. Talking about how we roll? <laughs> well, look, there's happiness in Sierra's household, not only because she got a little, little heater right there, but uh, her husband got busy last night for the Denver Broncos. Mm. Beating the Buffalo Bills. Yo, the Buffalo... Yo, man, we're going to have to talk about what's going on in Buffalo. And really, the legacy of the Buffalo Bills, because, you know, Brian Dable, the head coach here in uh, for our New York football giants, comes from that camp up there. That thing, that's not holding too much water. Well, they were good when he was there. And now he's gone, and they're struggling, and so is the team he's coaching. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that has anything to do with anything. Uh, you know me. I like to draw lines together that don't mean anything. Come on, man. Play along. What are you talking about? Yes, yeah, sorry. You know what I'm saying? It all comes from the Buffalo Bills, you know. It's all the Buffalo Bills' fault. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I feel a little bad. I, just kind of, I kind of still feel like they're going to figure it out at some point, even though it's getting late early, as they say, but... Still feel like they may figure it out, but they oh. were not good yesterday. But wait, though. Didn't the Bills lose to the Patriots, fam? Did the Bills lose to the Patriots this year? I don't know if they've lost to the Patriots. Didn't that happen this year? Um, They've lost to a bunch of people. I don't know if they've lost to the Patriots But yet. they lost to some bad teams, bro. No, listen. A lot, and know, look, and, and like everybody says, this. the NFL any given Sunday. But you got to start to look at patterns at this point in the in the in the season. Let's see. They have some bad losses. They lost to Denver. They lost to Cincinnati. That's not bad. They did no. lose to New England, twenty nine twenty five, a month ago. And New England's terrible, by all accounts. And they lost to the Jets week one. Ooh. In the overtime game. So, New England's the really bad loss on the schedule. Denver's been playing better. Last couple weeks. And listen, uh, we can, we can, we can, uh, we crack jokes about Russell Wilson as much as we want. But never forget, bro, been balling since college. He's got a lot of moments and he balled out last night. But that's how I got here because we're playing a song from Sierra called How We Roll with Chris Brown. And just the, the title of the song. How we roll feels real. <laughs> it, this is how we roll. And you're like, how do you roll? That's my question. Oh, wow. Well, she rolls with a lot of kids. That's for sure. She ain't rolling too many places. She ain't rolling with the homies. Not not often. No. Not often. Those are plan- Those are scheduled rollouts. Right. Those aren't impromptu like back in the day. When you're a parent, you don't plan that. That might be a 45-day advance. Bro, my friends be asking me, like, you're the third week of December. Are you at 3 p.m.? I'm like, wait, let me check my calendar. Yo, the third, thir- the third Sunday in uh, no. December. Anyone? Anyone? No, I know, I know. <laughs> so true. So yeah, true. man. Well, listen, uh, we're, we're back again. Ebro, Laura, and Rosenberg. And it's time to get in some shenanigans. Laura, what are we giving away? We have tickets to see Chris Tucker live for the Legend Tour 2023 on okay. Saturday, November 18th at the Beacon Theater. Mm. Producer Griff says, isn't Sierra pregnant again? Yeah, so she's rolling, all right. Yeah. 
She's rolling. Samira and Nate on the line. Samira and Nate, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Morning, morning, morning. Yo, I'm going to tell y'all something about... Oh, man, we here. I just started thinking about how much I have to use the bathroom after surgery. Yo, <laughs> yo the, the inflammation in your body comes out through your urine, right? Andre. Yo, bro, I will have not drank water in hours, and I will have to use the bathroom like my mitt. Like, what is happening? And then you have to walk over there. So Bruh, hard. no, no, no. <laughs> Laura, not only do I got to hurry up and get up, which I can't do, I got to get to the bathroom fast. Can't do that either. And then got to stand there like Austin Powers <laughs> and pee for like 10 minutes, oh my God. which I can't stand really that well either. It's a disaster. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, Samira, who you want to represent you today? Me or Laura Styles? Laura. In Long <laughs> In the game that lives up to his name. Right. 60 seconds on the clock. Rosenberg's handling the questions. Gonna try to cheat me again. I already know. Let's play. Laura never loses. Here we go. Which rapper? Says he's only one year from being hip hop's Ebro. next Ebro. Oh. Um, he's only one year from being hip hop's next. Somebody crazy says something crazy. I'm going with um, Lil Uzi Vert. No, which rapper says he's only one year from being hip hop's next billionaire? Billionaire. But I think it was Rick Ross that said that. That okay. is correct. That sounds like a rosé okay. thing to okay. say. Which element? Damn, we had this yesterday. What was Matthew Perry's character's Ebra. name? Laura. Uh, Ebra. Um, Matthew Perry's character's name was Chandler. Correct. On Friends, which R&B artist was nominated for Ebra. nine Grammys? Ah, Ebra. SZA. That's correct. Although he was known for his radio addresses, Hi. who was the... F- who was Three. the first president on television? Ebro. Ebro. Um, first president on television was uh, John F. Kennedy. Incorrect. Ooh. Oh. Was it Roosevelt? Laura looking for the late nice. tie. Nice. Okay, let's go. Let's go. All right. Which rapper? Oh, God. Okay. Announced. Okay. A new Ebro. tour. Ebro. Uh, uh, Drake and J. Cole. That is correct. Yeah. For the win. Yeah, baby. Wow. Yeah, baby. Wait, what are we giving away? The tickets. Uh, these are actually great tickets to see Chris Tucker live for the Chris Legend Tucker tour live. Nate, you're in the building at the Beacon, right, let's man? Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it, Ebro. We did it, baby. We did it. I'm sorry, Mama. We were almost there. We almost did it, Samira. You almost got laced. They didn't cheat me. If they would have cheated more today, Samira, you'd have been good. But they didn't. Because they know everybody. Laura, this is like this is like what I like. It's like what do you say to the Trump people when they win an election? You know, because they say the system's rigged. Uh, But when they win, what's up with the system? You know what I mean? It's rigged then too. It's still rigged. Okay, it's just rigged in my favor. You got to be consistent. That's right. I didn't say I wasn't cheating. I just said 
I didn't say I wasn't cheating. I just said y'all was trying to cheat. You know what I'm saying? Got cheating. It. Right. Got it. On the way, flashing lights, Laura Stabs. Uh, coming up in a flash and lunch report, this is dope. Denzel Washington is back with a new project. I'll give you the detail, the details on this coming up in a flash and lights. Denzel. Denzel. My man. R.I.P. 45 King on the beats. That's right, she does. Big jewels. So this is cool. Denzel Washington is coming back with a new untitled Netflix um, project. He's teaming Uh-oh. up with um, Antoine Fuqua for mm. his upcoming drama based on Hannibal, the real-life Carthaginian warrior. I'm in that. I'm watching that. I- I've seen talk of this. Wow. I don't know anything about the Carthaginian warrior story. Carthage is basically North Africa. I think it's what today is Libya. Okay, 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 okay. Um, Carthage was like a super advanced society. I, read, I just read, a, a matter of fact, just read an article the other day about Carthage being where the first assembly line, because they were so great at war that they had developed uh, a way to put their warships together to cross the Mediterranean uh, and attack um, by using assembly lines. So they were making all of the parts ahead of time and then assembling it, you know, so that they could make like hundreds of warships in a month or something some crazy wow. you know i'm in the weird history stuff yeah. so um but anyway uh hannibal you know he took them elephants and lions they say across the alps yeah this is what it says it says like hannibal a historical figure is what for attacking italy from the north while riding a war elephant yeah it sounds fire nah he's wild wild man wow so, yeah, it's untitled right now, but it's coming. And, yo, uh, Denzel is 68. Still killing it. I mean, Listen, I just saw Denzel, Denzel in Equalizer 3. I, that Equalizer 3 is something to look at. I don't know if you're into the Equalizer franchises, but 1, 2, and 3 was something to look at. I never saw any. It's something to look at. It's, it's definitely, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's not John Wick-level ridiculousness in the violence. But it's it's damn good, and it's Denzel. So you know, it's it's like I said, it's it's good and something to look at. All right. Well, that's your flash and lights report. Time is seven o two. Today is a high of fifty two degrees, and alternate side parking rules are in effect. Yo, man, I, I I know nobody on this show other than me really watches Marvel movies, and I'm not deep into like the Marvel universe, but I just was reading how Disney and Hulu merged. Then I was reading how, like, they just put out a movie called The Marvels or something. It's like the worst opening of a Marvel film in the whole history of Marvel films or something. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know it was out. Well, you mean either. I was going to say that could be a problem. Well, why would you put out a film during a strike when nobody could promote it? Why not wait? Schedule? Because those things keep coming. Bruh. Hey yo, um, and also, congratulations! You played yourself to the whole Marvel franchise that we're watching fall apart. It was a great run though while it lasted. What else should be on the list for congratulations? You played yourself. Let us know. The Buffalo Bills. T. Bro, Laura Rosenberg. Good morning. T. Bro in the morning with Laura Styles and Rosenberg. Get up, get up, wake up. Yeah, hot ninety seven. Jennifer. Hi. 
morning. So listen, um, you want to do ride or die? Yes. Uh, you got a boyfriend? I do, and when I called, we had been decent for like a week, so we haven't been on great terms now for at least two to three weeks, you know? What are you guys beefing about? He likes to just run with his boys and drink a lot and gamble. Um... Nine years, Ebro. Nine years. Oh, okay. She, okay. All right. I hate you, Mike. I hate you. I hate you. I mean, listen. We could put it all on the line today, Jennifer. Call him right now, and you tell him straight up: if you don't marry me, I'm leaving you. And so he's got to decide in 30 seconds whether or not he'll marry you. Right. Go straight up to city hall. Be on something like yo. If you don't want We're to going see, down we there today. If you don't marry me, I'm leaving you. It's been nine years. Okay. Okay. Sure, Jennifer, are you sure you want to do this? After nine years and considering the same thing over and over again, what do I really have to lose? Seriously. Okay. <laughs> all right, listen, Jennifer, you have 30 seconds to convince him, all right? All right, hold on. Conference him in and click back over. You got to make it urgent. You only got 30 seconds. Yeah. So where are you at? Right now, I'm on the website. All right, check this out, right? Before mm-hmm. you come over here, and I want to make this clear to you. Yo, it's been too, too long. I'm not going to keep going through this shit back and forth with you. You come over here. Listen, listen, just listen. Hear me out, okay? Nine years. We've been talking marriage. We've been talking a lot, a whole lot. And you know how I feel about you hanging out and so forth. Pete, I'm going to give you an ultimatum, and this will be it, okay? I swear that to be it. You come here before you get your stuff, make an agreement that we go to City Hall, get married, and you got to cut all this shit out. You got to cut it all out. I can't do it. I have no problem marrying you because that's my plans anyway. But come on, right? Right, right now is the situation. For no, ain't no right now, kid. Ain't no right now. It was either yes or no. See, this is the shit I'm talking about. It's me. No, it's not. No, no it's yes, not no, about, it's, it's like you're feeling really, insecure really, about something. Really, no, I'm not feeling insecure about a game. All right, matter of fact, I'm coming over there. All right, babe, I'll be over there. Give me, uh, give me a few minutes. I'll be right over there, babe. Give me a minute. Yeah, okay. Is he a ride or die? Nah, what are we saying, guys? He ride or die? He eventually rode. He said he was going to marry He coming right now. This means something to him, Jennifer. Fred. Yeah. Man, you're on the radio. Jennifer wanted to see if you was her ride or die, and it looks like you her ride or die, my Yeah. Are you serious? Come on. Like, I already said that, though. Yo, Fred, don't try to act cool, B. You going to marry the girl or what? Yeah, I love you. You know I love you. Want to test your ride or die? Email us at ride or die at ebrointhemorning.com. That's ride or die at ebrointhemorning.com. Top 97 Summer Jam, 30th anniversary, June 2nd, UBS Arena. Hold on! Sexy Red, French Montana, DeVito, Roller Brook, Cash Cobain, Bass Swag, Doja Cat, Honey Baby, Fabio Fari, 41 Cow Rich, Jet Carter, Tata, Chef G is home, baby. Sleepy Hollow, Connie Diamond, 310 Baby, Celebrity Host, Ice Spice and A Boogie. Big Daddy Kane will be celebrating the life of the finisher, Mr. C. Mr. C, step swimming. Jadakiss, EPMD, Eric B and Rakim, Method Man and Red Man, Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yours truly the curator, the lit digital DJ, Funk Flex on the set. Hosted by Nessa, Ebro, Peter Rosenberg, and Laura Stale. 30th anniversary of Summer Jam. 30% off right now. This offer ends at midnight. Yo, is that Sierra again? 
It's all Sierra Radio, baby. Yo. Sierra's husband wins a football game. I got to hear her new song twice within 45 minutes. <laughs> That's how it works. Welcome. That yeah. works. Yo, this is how we roll. Is that the new slang? Mm. New? I think it's the old slang. This is how we roll. Now, making me feel young again. Okay, sure. Sierra. <laughs> That's Chris Brown on that too, right? Yep. That's the Heat Rock cast? Uh, that's what they're telling us. <laughs> <laughs> nah, people like that record. People like that record. That's for the definitely. That's for our listeners. People, people with jobs who ain't been outside in a long time. Got to get the kids somewhere, and are over thirty three years old, thirty five even. It's definitely, definitely targeted. That Sierra's ringing off out here. What's not ringing off though? Uh, is those Buffalo Bills who played her husband last night. Hit those Buffalo Bills with the butt losing to Denver at home. Oh, my God. Congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> so all that big Willie talk, hop, you playing yourself, you playing yourself, you playing yourself. I don't play. Yo, at this point in the state of New York where there's three football teams, um, obviously the Bills the best of the three, but that's not what you want to see last night on Monday Night Football. A loss to the lowly Denver Broncos at home mm. is is not what you want, and just makes the whole New York football, the the whole state of New York's football thing, this button. Congratulations. I mean, you played yourself. But you give yourself the button for acting like New York State football is a thing. I'm going to hand not, you that button right not, back. It's Congratulations. Not, but, you know, I was you looking away for I was looking for a way to bundle the Buffalo Bills in with the Jets yeah. and Giants. When people try to hit us with that, but there's another local team, Buffalo. I'm like, Buffalo's 5 hours away. Yeah, hit the that's button. So not local. It just cuz it's the same the state, Bills it's not is local. Buffalo really Toronto's team. Right, much more strong. Well, certainly much more than here. Absolutely. Yeah. One thousand percent, Laura. What you got today? Well, we didn't really tackle this one yesterday, but I think we should. Um, Grammy-nominated gospel singer Bobby Storm was nearly kicked off a Delta Airlines flight when she refused to stop singing for fellow passengers. Now, the flight attendant pretty much was like, "Sit down and be quiet," but she kept telling him, "Is what the Lord said." That's her what to the do. Lord hath said. <laughs> oh my God! Wow, the Lord. The Lord have said it? Yes. Yo, and in the in the Instagram post that was uh, going around, like, yo, he really was like, sit down and be quiet. Like, he was not trying to hear it. And, yo, like, man. some people were trying to be like, yay, because she tells everyone she's Grammy nominated. Some people are like, yay. And some people are just like, whatever. We just want to get home. Not some. Not some. Everybody appeared. On the video, everybody <laughs> wow. appeared to be like, yo, whatever. I'll tell you what's terrible. Oh the levels God. of terrible. First, I mean, you got to hit Bobby with the button. So that has to happen. Congratulations. You played yourself. Second, though, Bobby Storm is someone I know for a long time. And for her to go viral, well, it's not her first viral moment because she went viral doing this exact same thing years ago and was applauded for it and people loved it. This time around, after being nominated for a Grammy, shout to Maverick City Music uh, also, um, this is what's moving around, and that just sucks, man. She's been working for a long time. Uh, Yo, and, and, she, and she was just feeling good, and she yeah. thought, since I'm <laughs> in the mood, <laughs> oh, no. 
She was like, since I'm in the mood anyway, I might as well just have a little moment. Why not? Well, and I think the last time she went viral, right, doing this on a plane, it was during COVID. So I think in some ways it felt good to people, right? Like somebody was trying to bring joy to these flights where people were super stressed mm-hmm. with masks on and, you know, that. now we're in a different place. There's too much craziness going on on flights post-COVID for people to have any patience at all with someone standing up doing a thing. Unless you're on a flight with a bunch of Jets fans and Fireman Ed. <laughs> right. That's the only way it could be worse. And for that, give me the button. Congratulations. <laughs> you played yourself. Because I decided to post uh, the other the other day that if I was on a flight, the already interminable endless flight from Ve- uh, NYC to Vegas, and I heard J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I said, Fireman Ed's going out the emergency exit. <laughs> yo, yo, Jets fans, not all Jets fans, sorry. Most Jets fans laughed and agreed. But enough Jets fans on social media, you know, enough to make you feel like it's a lot. They acted like I was physically threatening Fireman you Ed. Did. Like You did. I, no, like you I was did. saying, I want to kill Fireman Ed. No, you did. You said you wanted to throw him out the emergency exit. That is, in effect, harming him and potentially killing him. Well, no, no. I, I said in this theoretical situation that I'm there and trying to sleep and I hear J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I said he's going out the emergency exit, which would not only kill Fireman Ed, but would kill myself and I believe most of the passengers on the plane as well. The thing is, because it's not real, it's just a joke about how loud and annoying it is. And <laughs> literally, people acted like I tried to shoot Santa Claus. It was, no, and it then was hit, up there. It was up there. Hit me with the button, because then I decided to start going back and forth. You know how Twitter is. Then you start doubling down on things you don't even mean in the first place. It wasn't even that deep. You're just you mad one argument. Now, well, now I'm mad because now you're just being threatening and mean. Now you're just coming at me saying all kinds of you couldn't do this, you couldn't do that. Look at you, you you look like this. And now now yeah. I'm fighting. Now I'm dissing Jets fans who I like. Well, here's the funnier part. The funnier part is if you even laid a hand on Fireman Ed, he'd probably break your arm. He's brawling. Oh, he's a huge guy. He, he ragged all you. <laughs> and well, no, and that's what everyone had to say to me because again, they took it as a real face value. I'm going to oh, go did? harm. <laughs> that's what all of them said. He would beat the hell out of you. You, you're weak. You're soft. You snowflake. You beat you down with one snowflake. arm. I'm like, well, first of all, I, yes. yeah, you're probably right. He's <laughs> his name's Fireman Ed. It's not Couch Potato Ed. Your man's can carry bodies and do all the things that firemen have to do. I mean, people are just... Uh, they're turnt. They're really turnt these days, as the kids say. Are the kids saying turnt? I think the kids love that word. They listen to Sierra, and they say turnt. They say this is how we roll, and we're turnt. That's what the kids are saying. Yeah, I don't like... I don't like. You know what? Give Ebro the button, man. I don't like what you're doing to Sierra. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Listen, you know, if Megan Thee Stallion can bring back the term hotties, and it rings off, Cardi B could come out and put a B on the last end of a name like she like it's 1988 in hip-hop. Never even thought about that. That's a good point. Sierra could come back with how we roll and not be judged. You know what I'm saying? Right. But here you are judging her. But that was 25 years ago that people would say how we roll, and now she's rolling again. This is how we do. I mean, this is how we roll. How, uh, pun had a how we roll. Yes, Cannabis had a how we roll. Um, get your roll on. Maybe it's time to get things on. And, you know, we got Shawnee up here who always likes to add a little izzle, kizzle to the middle. Oh, for sure. This is how we rizzle. This is, yeah. What? That's Cizera. This is how we rizzle. That's that Cizera.
This is how we <laughs> result. <laughs> and we're like, that's not a thing. <laughs> That's where he leaves. Fauchez, 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 Yo, King Lou really likes a Fauchez, Fauchez. I don't know why. Because he can't, he can't leave it alone. April in the morning. The idea that Justin, that the idea that Justin Timberlake in his curly Afro stage was walking down the street after seeing Genuine and just went Fauchez, Fauchez, just rings off out here. Well, and it's Michelle Williams sounding like Justin Timberlake saying faux shiz, faux shiz. It's so many. <laughs> and listen, I'll die on this hill. I'm the I'm the only person willing to say what needs to be said. Ebro, this is crazy say what I'm about it. to say. Go out there. Go out there. I, this is crazy. All right. I, I think it's possible. Okay. Given, given what we've seen, that Britney doesn't remember every single detail <laughs> accurately. <laughs> I know, I know. We take it's every story. It's I, a I, I think it's possible that some things are like similar to what happened, but not exactly what happened. Fochin, Fochin. Oh, God. It's Ebra, Laura Rosenberg, 97 minutes of commercial free music. Good morning. We're going to get you paid. We're breaking the bank in about 15. DJ John got some singing children. You know what I'm saying? Try to entertain us. Cast One got 97 minutes of music. And somebody's getting curved. Shout out to David O. Let's go. Uh, let's see why Darnell got curved. It's Ebro in the morning. We do something called Curved every morning. Darnell, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? Good morning. How are you? Good. You went out with Brandy. Uh, she never hit you back. Yeah, man. You know, we had a good time. And, you know, I just didn't know why, you know, she didn't call me back or anything like that. What happened? Well, we went to the Bronx Zoo. We vibed, you know, we had good communication and good communication. I thought everything was perfect, but she never called, she never texted me. I you know, I was trying to reach out to her but she didn't, you know, get back. There's a reoccurring theme here. How many times did you text her after the date? Uh maybe three or four times. In yeah. one day, that's a lot. What'd you say in these texts? You know, uh, how are you? When can we see each other again? And I'm so thirsty. Like I just didn't get any response. So. But I am still thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's call Brandy. Now, Darnell, um, Brandy doesn't know you're on the line, so just chill for a second, okay? I'll bring you back in. All right. Hello? Brandy, thanks for coming on Curve. What's up? How are you? Good. Thanks for talking about your date with Darnell, where you never hit him back after you guys went to the Bronx Zoo and you had a great time. Why didn't you hit him back? Um, Well, (laughs) I mean, he was cool. I just felt like he was, you know, moving a little bit too fast and making plans and asking me about my birthday or what we're going to do next year. And I'm like, wait a minute. We're at the Bronx Zoo. I mean, you know, I don't even know if we're going to get through three or four days. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. He was already planning wait, a vacation. No. That's not fair, gone. though. Wait, 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 Brandon. He was probably trying to show that he was really interested, though. I, I know. I mean, he's cool. I'm, I'm not trying to blast him. It, it was like within... 25 minutes, half hour of walking and looking at the animals, and he's talking about, do you like skiing? Do you want to be in, in Jamaica? And I'm like, for what? For, for your birthday next year? And I'm wow. like, you know, it was, it, was a, it was a bit much. So you felt like he was trying too hard? Uh, way too hard. Well, Darnell's on the line. You hearing this? Hey, yeah, man. That's crazy. I, I didn't. I wasn't even looking at it like that. I just thought I was really interested in playing. Oh, you're on the line. Okay. And I thought, I thought we had some chemistry. You know, I'm how not looking to move too fast. I just how, thought maybe, hello, you know, Darnell, we could talk about maybe you, some future stuff. You're not going to say hello? 
Yeah, hello. How are you? I'm, I'm well. How about, how about, how about returning my text messages? Oh. And my phone calls? You, you're pushing up a little bit too hard, and it kind of turned me off. I mean, so, I mean is, that, is that any reason to ignore me? At least you could just put it out there and say that, you know, that's what it is. I mean, but of, I was you know, kind of ignoring you as we were walking through the zoo. And then, I don't know, but, you know, I don't well, know. You, you said, you, said you might be an outdoors, so I figured it would be the yeah, perfect place. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. You didn't have any objections to it, and, you know, we had a good time. You just didn't let it play out. You got to learn how to read the sign. Most most women would love to go to Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Darnell. Darnell. Yeah, at some point, maybe. All right, so, all right, so yeah, at some point they would. Darnell, I think what she's saying is, is on the first date, acting as if you guys were gonna go that far already was a little too much for her. Exactly. But would you agree that I mean, maybe she could have at least put it out there like that? I didn't think I was pushing up too. Yeah, hard. I mean, but if I'm ignoring you and you keep asking me about where I want to go for my birthday in practically another year. And if I'm just kind of laughing under my breath and not answering you, I don't understand why you can't understand that. But you smiled and you told me you said I've never been to Jamaica before. Right, well, she was so laughing at you, not with you. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's all right, all right. Okay, so, date. all right. Brandy, would no, you? Oh. No. No, Brandy's not interested. She's turned no, off. No, yeah. Darnell, no. would you have been interested in going out again? I'm just going to find another girl to play Jamaica with me. There you go. Maybe you should it's wait until after the first date to ask her, though. Exactly. Give Maybe. five, Darnell, and then see what she wants to put on the bikini and have you see her body. How about that? Oh. Okay. Hey, Darnell, a little, bit, a little bit of advice and fellas. Don't promise vacations or anything. And, you know, have, have sex, all right? Have sex, enjoy each other, and then start talking about vacations and things like that. Yeah, but we talk yeah, about them later on down the line. I mean, obviously, all that's exactly. going to happen in between. Yeah, yeah but, but you don't, don't even know, know if you, you want can't to obviously be that. You can't obviously through that. It's, it's got to happen. Exactly. Thank you for schooling him because he clearly has no clue. All right. Okay. okay. All right, Brandy. Think you got curved? Hit us up right now. Curved at eberinthemorning.com so we can get to the bottom of it for you. My hood. I look fly. I look good. We could touch my bag. Something, something. That's Victoria Monet. She's Grammy nominated. Another person I consider a friend in the game. I've known that. I've known her for a long time, man. Songwriter. She's making a, making a move now. It's like her second album. R&B is in a great place. Yo, did you guys listen to that Chris Brown album? No. I didn't even know he had one. Yo, Chris Brown, 11-11, good. Yeah, the AM and the PM side. I don't know about the sides because I just listen on streaming services, so I just went through it, but... Um, but that makes sense now that you say that, Laura Styles. I didn't even know about that mm-hmm. that part of it. But um, musically, really good. Caribbean influence, some African influence, some straight ahead R and B, some up tempos, dance records, love songs. Hopefully, he's hit a groove. And then also, um, SZA up for nine Grammys, big for R and B. Big moment. I mean, she's big for R and B. Period. Yeah. No, what a what a what a star she is. That SZA. Love love some SZA. Speaking of Grammys, um, getting more Grammys than Taylor's getting more Grammy nominations than Taylor Swift is a is a big feat in a year that Taylor Swift had. Yeah. Right. 
But I guess, you know, all of the touring and all of the like re-releases or what is it called? The Taylor's versions of albums. I guess that doesn't really count into the Grammys because it only really counts for that one album. But still, I mean, girl is out here selling NFL jerseys. That's how big she is. Super big. Did we get a, an official, uh, they're in a relationship, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? Has that been made official? Have they made it official? Oh, official according to your terms. There's tongue and mouth. Spotted oh, wow. tongue and mouth. Mm. Really? Where was this? Um, you know, just casually at a Taylor Swift concert in Argentina in front of everybody's cameras. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. she ran into time his out. arms? Time out, time out. Yes, the, the, arm, the arm jump, Laura. Yeah. Wait, when was this? And how did you, doesn't Travis Kelsey have games to play? What is happening? He had a bye week. Oh, he had a bye week. Okay, that's fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. He hopped on the PJE, bro. To go meet no, I get. It. I didn't know he had a bye week, though. I'm like, yo, wait a minute. You know the classic romantic story we've all seen of when a guy is on his bye week and gets the private jet to head down to Buenos Aires to see his <laughs> new girlfriend perform. Taylor flew him out. I think he flew himself out. I think, but yeah, I don't know. Well, you think she sent the the swift, swift, swift airwaves? She said swift yeah, airwaves. So. She was like, "Yo, jets on the tarmac, five o'clock. Pull up. Don't be late." No, she Don't might have. Late. I mean, she might have made that. She might have sent that text. Don't be late. We got these cameras. Is gonna be here. I'm gonna run off stage. You're gonna be standing right. there. I'm gonna jump into your arms and kiss you. Okay, we got everyone's. Every, all the fans will still be able to see it, and they'll scream and. Yeah. Now they timed this kiss. They made the world wait for the kiss. Like six. What has it been five, six weeks? Rasan, our cameraman, you know, always tuned in to the real stories out here. He says the way she ran up to him, maybe it was a surprise pop-up. She didn't expect him. Taylor's mm. a great actress, by the way. She's no, phenomenal. Amazing. And Rasan, our cameraman, has a great eye for great actors because he tunes in all the reality shows. Yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he knows <laughs> what's real. He definitely knows what's real and what's fake. Wait, wait, wait. And the crazy part is I don't think he's being ironic. I think he's being serious. He says, I see a plot, a story when I see it. He's got but, a good but, eye, man. Every, it was literally being reported by the media beforehand that he was going to Argentina for the show. Right. She knew. Rosenberg, come I mean, on. I, no, no. I mean, I knew, Cass. I knew. So I think she may have known. Don't stand in the way of true love. Yo, sorry, Rasan, sorry. Rasan knows real <laughs> reality when he sees it. He watches yeah. reality TV. Call right now, 800-223-9797, if you would like to break the bank and get paid. But first, we sing the DJ John song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's DJ John. Johnny. DJ John. Johnny. DJ John. DJ John. Yo, did you see the picture of Travis Kelsey and his brother? I'm going to post it on, uh, I'm going to send it in the group chat. It's a good one. The glow up is real. What What's the glow up situation? Uh, just wait for it. You got to wait for it. Just wait I, for know it. That, uh, I know that uh, the brother, Jason Kelsey, made like people's sexiest men alive. Oh, now look, look, look at the meme I just sent you guys in the chat. All right, let's see. Laura, describe it for the people. Let me see. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, is that him? That's both of them. That's uh, their brothers. Nah, man. Wait, that's Travis? Yeah. Jason, you can at least see it. 
Which one's Travis? The 60? No, eight. No, 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 Laura. That's eight. his brother. His oh, brother's okay. the bigger Ooh. guy. Laura. His brother looks like a version of 60 still, just like a glow-up version. Yeah. But but eight, I don't even see Travis Kelsey in there. I do. I see it. I don't What's see up? it. Yeah, I guess I do a little bit. But not really. No, not really. I mean, I guess. Basically, the, the, the photo is... Travis and his brother in college, they went to Cincinnati, the Bearcats. And the meme says, it's a picture of both of them standing side by side. And the meme says, one of these guys was a finalist for Sexiest Man Alive. The other is dating Taylor Swift. That's a fact. Laura, here, here's a here's a picture of, I just put another one in the chat. Oh my here's, God. here's an article about Jason Kelsey. Now, do you think Jason Kelsey in some weird sort of rustic, like strong man way is, is sexy? Is there something there? Like or is Paul this Bun- just like Bunyan ironic? Way? Yeah, like a Paul Bunyan, I can beat an animal for you and bring home food. Oh, right? absolutely. I mean, I, listen. If Women you love that. that. Way, I, I, I guess I could see how somebody might, might be into it. This is this is all the Taylor effect, bro. Yeah. It, it feels like Taylor. it. This is Taylor fallout, bro. Now, like, you know. Now, Laura, there's a isn't there a thing where where the big burly hairy man? That's a thing, right? Like that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. There's there's women who are very into it, or people I should say that are very into it. I think it's more like you can't have his, you can't have uh, Travis, but here's his, here's his brother. Nah, bro, I'm telling <laughs> you, man. That, that, that could be. Right. <laughs> they serving them up. You think his brother's uh, just the the big hairy burly round wingman? Well, no, no. It's more like the, it's more like the publicist is like, right. "Hey, listen, you're not getting Travis. Obviously, we know you love him. Sorry, that doesn't work with our plan right now. But what we can get you is Jason Kelsey. He's a co-host of the number one podcast. He's a Super Bowl champion. He's same all, jeans, same jeans, same name. Dates. I don't His know. Jason, dates. Jason's beard's better for sure, one thousand percent. Travis doesn't even really have a beard. I mean, it's like beard of Jason. Exactly, just like that. We got uh, who we have on the line? I just saw a name. I think it's Holla. Holla's on the line. I'm confused. Sometimes Griff is in our video chat, and sometimes he's on our phone chat. How do we know? How do we know where to look for this guy? Holla. Good morning. Good morning. How art thou? I'm good. How are you? We're blessed. You You We're blessed, man. Thanks for joining the program. You really only called to get money, not to talk to us, right? Keep it real. You can tell us. <laughs> no, I listen to you guys every morning on my way to work. Oh, we appreciate that. Where do you work? You want to shout them out? Um, I work at a school. I'm a school nurse. Okay, let's not say the school because you're about to make money and we're about to cheat. So let's not, you know what yes. I mean? Yes. <laughs> let's get to this money, holler. <laughs> say stop real loud when you hear the money that makes sense. All right, thank uh-huh. you. You got it. You got Let's it. go, Holla. It's time for Holla to break the bank. $375. Mm-hmm. $525. Holla. There you go, Holla. All right. Good job. I think it was going to go up one more time. 525 is Holla's, though. Let's see where this was going, DJ John. Right. $600. Okay. Okay. $625. Not bad. Six hundred ninety-five dollars. Mm. Seven hundred fifty dollars. Oh, hello. Hundred fifty dollars. Wow! 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 Damn! You still got five hundred though. My lunch, but any little bit helps. There you go. Yes, there yes, you go, yes, Holla. We love you for nice listening. Job. Thank you for breaking the bank Thank and you getting so much paid. For 
Hang on, let's get you your money on the way. Flashing lights with Laura okay. Stiles. Guys, coming up in a flashing lights report. You're welcome. We, we might have something new from Andre 3000. Ooh, I got details hello. next. Yo, John, it's terrible. Nobody even noticed that we skipped your whole thing with the kids. I'm not trouble. You're in trouble. No, no, but I, no, no, nobody noticed. You're missing what? the point here. No, you're Nobody trouble. was like, yo. You just pointed it out. We got to do this for John. Nobody on the show. All these people. Yeah, nobody you, rode for you, man. Including you. Aw, John. Wait, do you have a kid? I did. He did. Aww. Man, they were waiting. Nobody you know went out and got their cannabis license? I think some people that I know applied, but I don't think they were able to. It wasn't successful. Because they, they opened it up to, because they had the first round, which was like the you had to have a conviction and these other, you know, uh, history. So you got prioritized. And then just like the great human beings of the world always do, they complained that individuals who were from neighborhoods that were heavily policed and went to jail with charges were prioritized in getting a uh, recreational marijuana license. They complained and put all those people on freeze. But now it's open to, I think it might be closed now, but back in October, they opened it up to anyone. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, anyone. I just remember the first round. Yeah, no, it was available for for everyone to go and get one. But I'm just waiting until it gets to the point where I can get on the weed maps and get me a delivery. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's kind of a wave. I ain't going to hold you. Well, what, what's the wave? The, the... the delivery. Sure, sure. I did that in L.A. once. Shout out to weed maps. But yes, it's uh, it's starting to move. They say, but there's been a lot of behind the scenes, just like in New in, in New Jersey and in New York, a lot of big corporations jamming things up for the little guy. So just keep fighting. If you're one of the, if you're one of the small guys, business owners that got yourself a, a, a license or in line to get one, just hang in there. It won't. It's gonna be a long process, but hold on to it. T. Bro, Laura Rosenberg. Good morning. Why are we talking about marijuana? Well, 
because that's been how I've been dealing with most of the pain post knee surgery. Ah, uh, LLJ. Uh, got a partial knee replacement last Tuesday. Uh, straight off of marijuana. That's it. Well, I had Tylenol. Tylenol. And, and, um, and, and you took a couple of the, the big ones when you needed it. I took the oxy, yeah. The the first night home when that those pain blockers start to wear off. Ugh. Yeah. And I've I've taken two of those. But I'm and trying to avoid those. Your vendings were on fire. What? <gasps> I can't. Yo, did I tell you guys about my urination problem? Yeah, oh, once, but go ahead, yes. tell us again. You want to hear it again? No. Yo, I didn't realize oh. how much your body drains all the inflammation out through your kidneys and your urine. So I'll be like, yo, I haven't drank water. Why do I have to use the bathroom so bad? What is going on? Yo, we'll go to the bath, and it'll be urgent, and I can't move fast. So it takes me like, <laughs> no lie, it takes me two to three minutes to get my mind right to stand oh, up. Oh, God. Then getting to the toilet Collecting the crutches to get to the toilet is a whole other couple of minutes. So the bladder is full, <laughs> bruh. And then, and then I can't really stand for long without the crutches. Yo, I'm standing in front of that toilet like Austin Powers, bro. Oh Waiting God. for a, just a drop? No, with a, with a, a oh, steady going. stream. It won't turn off. Oh, it won't turn off. I forgot about that part of Austin Powers, right? But remember, he could hardly stand up, so at any moment he could buckle. So, so I'm holding on to crutches, trying not to spray all over the bathroom. It's a disaster in here, man. <laughs> Leaning on the wall. I'm, I, you ever seen like an old man lean over the urinal to like, oh, get yeah. the right oh. angle and all that? That's me. Oh, no. It's a mess. Dang. Old man style. Let's go flashing lights. Laura Stout. Ain't that funny, Laura? <laughs> I got swole. I got a swollen ankle. Ankle looks like a pregnant woman. Oh, oh no! All right. Well, some good Cankles. news, guys. Damn. Cankles. Andre 3000 just, uh, look, he posted this on Instagram and he wrote, Andre 3000, new blue sun, November 17th, 2023. With a little doodle of what it looks like him and a flute. Could this be new music on Friday from Andre 3000? And could it be, and could it be flute music? It, it definitely is flute music if we got a flute on the cover, or at least maybe the flute. Listen, I'm hoping, this is all I'm hoping for, is maybe the flute, the clarinet, whatever that wooden instrument is called, is sampled within some fire, some fireness. But <laughs> why are you, you're laughing at me, right? I'm dreaming. Yo, I think we have a 0% chance of bars, bro. I think it's a 0%. <laughs> so you think it's going to be like singing? I think it's all flutes, man. It's uh, you think it's flute just like energy. Little, it's just like chill music. Like you just put it on and do yoga, flute. Yeah, man. We haven't had we haven't heard bars from Andre in a minute. He nah, he was on the Killer Mike album. He's nominated for a Grammy. Right. He yeah. did spit on there. Yeah. He's been on a couple. He He's been on age. like one thing a year, I think. I like I like you guys' optimism. Just say that. Listen, yeah, as long as it's fine, not man. like meanderings and musings. I just need some cohesive thoughts. That's all I'm, I'm looking. Well, for. No, it's going to be cohesive flute, flute thoughts. <laughs> so get your get your flute game ready. <laughs> just get ready. So let's see. It might it be fire. Friday. So looking forward to it. But that's your flashing lights report. Time is eight oh four. A high of fifty two degrees today. And alternate side parking is in effect. Y'all need some meek and Ross right now. I just need some raps. 
Throwing some raps for the peoples, man. That Meek and Ross album is fire. Shout out to them coming up always, showing love up here with Funk Flex. And very dope. This pro- Did you guys spend time with this project? I heard I heard like a, a few, and they were really, really... The man, ones I heard were dope. Man, listen, bro. Some joints on there. What? Also, well, I mean, that, yo, that Jeezy project, those two projects, fire too. There's a lot of great stuff out right now. The only the only Jeezy project that I've checked for so far was the uh, him spitting game at Nia Long project, which yeah. which, <laughs> which is five great mics, in, five project. mics in the source. Everybody's talking about it. Oh my god! The album's called Dirty Mackin in public, <laughs> and and it's a five mic banger. Yeah. New York, Ebro in the morning with Laura Styles and Rosenberg. Hot ninety seven. Ladies and gentlemen, another installment, episode, chapter. I mean, call it something. But call here we are want. again. Another ride or die. Sarah, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for uh, joining our program to see. If, is it pronounced Gobi? Gobi. G-O-B-I. Gobi. Yeah. Okay. Now, Gobi. who is Gobi to you? He's my boyfriend. You want to test Gobi, saying that you need uh, him to bring you some money because you got to bail your brother out of jail for driving with a suspended yeah. license. Now, I feel like you know that your brother is a, a bit of a problem. He is. And Gobi is annoyed by your brother and all of the problems that it's bringing you and Gobi. Sometimes, yeah. Hmm. How much uh-huh. money? Like, you got to put a, 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 a number that a money that you got to bring for the bailout. Like, I it can't was, be. I was thinking like 10000 Oh, I, you don't okay, think five? five? We could do five. Let's five. do five. Sarah, how much money has <laughs> Gobi given to you for your brother already in your relationship? Uh oh. Okay, so I would be lying if I said that he didn't give me money and me give it to my brother. Sarah. Um. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> So Gobi's fed up. What I'm getting to here is Gobi is likely going to be fed up when he gets on the line with your brother. That's Gobi. Gobi. Maybe, maybe. Gobi's ready to say, nah, B. (laughs) Let him sit there for a little while. Yeah, I actually used to say that. How many times has your brother been locked up since you've been with Gobi? Mm, Twice. Wow. Twice in six years. To me, he never never stayed. It was always like a few hours, and I would just go pick him up. <laughs> All right, here we go. So you're going to call Sarah calling boyfriend of six years, Gobi. Her brother needs to get bailed out yet again. $5,000 on the line. Can you please meet me at the precinct? The one off this precinct? Pop just got locked up. Um, They said that he needs some bail money. Can you please just meet me? Where? At the 105th precinct. Can you just meet me? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Gobi. No questions asked. No, no questions ready. asked for Gobi. <laughs> what is this? Gobi, you're on uh, Ebro in the morning with Laura Styles and Rosenberg. She wanted to see if you were ride or die. <laughs> you're a ride or die, baby. You're a ride or die. Go back to sleep. <laughs> What would you have said if she told you it cost $5,000 to bail a brother out? Oh, I forgot about that. I would have paid. Oh, this guy, he said he would have paid. No problem. You would have paid? Oh, man. Shout out to Gobi, man. 
Like, Kobe, even even though you're painfully not remotely fun right now, I, I, you're a good guy. That much is clear. <laughs> Sarah, tell Kobe you love him so much, and you'll make sure that you, your brother doesn't get in the way of y'all finances. I love you so much, and I can't promise you that. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> Yo, now and now, Gobi hit us with the Kawhi Leonard laugh. Want to test your ride or die? Email us at ride or die at ebrointhemorning.com. That's ride or die at ebrointhemorning.com. Tell me what you want to do here with this Billie Eilish tweet. Well, no, I don't want to do is a strong way of putting it, but you asked what's going on. I said yesterday afternoon I saw this Billie Eilish quote trending um, that a lot of people were responding to that she said in an interview, quote, nobody, nobody ever says a thing about men's bodies. If you're muscular, cool. If you're not, cool. If you're rail thin, cool. If you have a dad bod, cool. If you're pudgy, love it. Everybody's happy with it. You know why? Because girls are nice. They don't give a bleep because we see people for who they are. And there was a, a very strong reaction that I saw. The first, I'm sure there's every kind of reaction. But the first reaction I saw was a lot of men being like, wrong. And as someone who identifies with some of these things, yes, she is wrong, of course, in a general way. Because she's making a huge generalization. Right. But I also felt like men were being disingenuous by pretending as if men can't get away with more than women can get away with. Well, yeah, but that's because there's men out there listening right now who's, they're short, and they and they struggle. Or they've been fat their whole life, and they struggle meeting people. And they think it's because they're short or fat. But the truth is, you're just not fun and interesting. <laughs> because if you're short or fat and fun and interesting, you can still meet hot people. Yeah, and do pretty good. And, and by the way, and that goes both ways. Because I'm going to tell you some of the most confident humans walking the planet is a big body gal. A big body black woman. They, bruh, they moving around out here having a good time. And often don't give a damn and are super confident. Latin women, too, because I think it's some of that's cultural, too, right? Because some of the, you know, the big bodiness is embracing. And, and you're also completely cultures. stereotyping. There are people listening right now being like, I'm that and I'm miserable. I don't right, know what you're saying. But that's saying. what I'm saying. It's all a generalization. Yeah. I thought we were generalizing. Right, right, right. right. Are we, no, we, are we being specific or are we generalizing? Let no, me we're, we're off definitely in the big generalization. I guess, Laura, what stood out to me was seeing men be like, how dare you, Billy? We have feelings. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You're right. Don't get me wrong. I definitely have my own hangups, and I'm probably in therapy to this day from being a fat kid my whole not fat, but like a pudgy kid my whole life. I get it, but still, if we were to run throughout the people we know in our life, we find a lot more guys who look like schlumps and are with women who do not, because the women see them for who they are, and the men generally shop with their eyes first. That's right. I think that's overall what she was trying to say. I guess, yeah. I mean. We're, okay, since we're generalizing, I, I, I guess I could say, like, from my experience and what I've seen in my circles, a lot of the girls that I know have been more accepting than the males in my life. Like, I know I have a friend who is, like, always looking for a, only a certain type of woman and is mad that he hasn't found the one. But like, you're only looking for a certain type of woman that looks like a Barbie doll. It's like it's unre like unreal expectations. 
But not to say that he, you know, not every guy is like that. So I don't know. And listen, I know there, there are videos that come out every month and dudes who spend their whole life fighting against the women who have these unrealistic expectations of, I want a man who's only six foot four and has X amount of money. Like, yes, I know there are people like that. And they generally, there's a lot of uh, viral moments around that because it stands out so much. But the reality is, in, in my experience, I can think of a lot of dudes who have done well because of just their personality. Way more than I can think of women who are not remotely attractive but bag the hottest guy in the room. And you're like, how? And you're like, oh, she's just so funny. It's messed up, but that does not happen nearly as often, it oh, feels like. Oh, for sure, mm. for sure, for sure. Mm. I mean, but, you know, listen, if you are a guy out here and you're in your feelings because of your appearance and what Billie Eilish said, and you want to overcome that. Here we go. Get you a gang of money because women will look past anything for that bag, baby. Oh, my they'll, God. They'll look past go. anything for that bag. Oh, oh, sorry. There's an addendum I have to add. Ebro's right. <laughs> So women are much less superficial generally, unless they are super superficial, in which case they're the most superficial. <laughs> like, literally, you can be an actual p potato sack, a burlap bag, but if it's filled with cash, that is all that matters. Married up. Kids, you, what do you want to do? Yo, we go to Fifth Avenue every weekend. That's it. End of story. You know what? So, yeah, there is that part. Here's a crazy part, though. It doesn't even have to be cash. It could just be cachet. Facts. Even if, if you don't have the money, but you have something else. You have the look. Popularity, the look. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So I think, uh, I think I the moral to the story is both, both genders. Facts. All genders are, can be superficial. Billie Eilish is generally speaking correct, though. Yeah, I, I I think she was generally correct, and I think men were being mad sensitive. Well, and if we're being Except honest, it's a lot of dudes out here... Dudes are sensitive right now, man. And they get to show their sensitivity on social media. Right? Yes, and there's man. a whole generation of little biatches running around out here. Because double standards are... Like, they really struggle with a, a world where there are double standards in certain things. It just are. It's just what it is, bro. Yeah, but every group that's the beneficiary of the original double standard yes. always complains about the double standard. Yes. White people complaining about Black History Month. Men complaining about yeah. feminism. It's always that. They don't, they're just jumping in at the end of the story. They're skipping over the thousands of oh, years nobody first. Nobody wants to look at history, bro. Come on, man. They're just jumping in now and being like, but it's not fair. And it's like, I hear you. It may recent, not be for you. Recent history is the only history. What right. happened yesterday is the only part of the story that people like to pay attention to. Nobody looks at how we got here. There's only no. one thing I totally disagree with that she said. Go ahead. Uh, girls are nice. Man, you girls are dirtbags just like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just is crazy. You just as us, man. Yeah, you know what? You're right. That was the worst line she had in it because girls on. are nice. And and I know you're not talking about how girls are with each other. I know that Yo, I know that wasn't yeah, included when on, you're talking man. about nice. Definitely not nice. We well, and it also it also begs the question, right? When Billy Eilish's tweet where she said girls are nice. So you mean you're keeping your true thoughts to yourself? <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Holding your nose and going in with this dude just because he's a nice guy. So really, really, you should get yourself a congratulations. You played yourself because you really don't even like him like that. Congratulations. You played yourself. Everyone's You're just foolish. dealing with him. You've settled. 
So you're saying that what she when she said girls are nice, what she meant to write was girls are dishonest. Exactly. Girls are liars and willing to do whatever we can to get into a good relationship just so we could be happy. Uh, I like I like where we landed here. <laughs> this is stupid. This is so stupid. Ebro in the morning with Laura Styles and Rosenberg. Cast one, 97 minutes, commercial free. What'd you say, Rosenberg? I also saw someone sent me a video video of uh Laura of of Tariq Nasheed uh, coming after our conversation that we had with uh, Nick Barilli. Oh, bro. Uh, Wait, Ebro, when you were out, Ebro, Laura and I did an yeah. interview with a gentleman who made a documentary about Latinos and hip hop. Oh, well, yeah, because Tariq has a, a, a documentary out, too, so it's cross promo. Oh, what's his what's his called? Latinos, y'all weren't there? Basically. Yes. No, it's the, basically like black people started this hip-hop-ish. Stop trying to twist the story up. Stop trying to include other people. It's just one group. That was it. It was a monolith. That's the whole story. Good night. Good luck. That's it. All right. That's it. Yeah, I just saw that there was... I, someone sent me a link that he was coming after our conversation. I saw some uh, some some convo there. Yo, Tariq, what's going on, man? We've had him on. We had him on years ago. Now, now you're bringing it up. Ago. I want to hit you with the button. Why? Because people are going to come out. Oh now, so. God! Congratulations, you played oh, yourself. Oh God! Let me Exhausted. let me go after let me go after Fireman Ed again. Yo, we Rosenberg got, Rosenberg just doesn't know. He just all I do is my my entire he way just of, gets a tweet and just goes. Yo, no, I didn't I didn't respond. I did know enough in this case to not respond. Oh, but they're going to take this and then it's going they're going to run. All this I up. said all I said was I saw it. I mean, I, I saw it. I saw that it existed. The conversation existed. I know no one cares about my take, so all I do is but have the I, but conversation. I do, but I do think the origin story of hip-hop is a great discussion, right? Because you have black music in America um, and popular music in America being influenced by black folks uh, and things that black folks contributed to what eventually became hip-hop. And even the, and even a lot of the founding MCs being of black American descent. You mm -hmm. know, because as we talk about hip-hop and you talk about what was going on in the Bronx, you also had Caribbean people there. You had people of Latin descent there, Puerto Rican people there. Don't so people there even get mad? Don't people even get mad, though, when you point out that uh, the origin story really, in a lot of ways, is Jamaican? Don't people get mad at that, too? Well, because it's not the total story. People well, nothing, do get mad at that. Nothing's the total story. Right. People that's, do get mad at that, though. But it's like, it's it's a level of of division that's and what I, tribalism that I just never want to participate in. Bro, I in get, the doc, and if you watch it, it's like there's a specific point where he allows people who are actually there, bro, like Grand Wizard Theater, say himself, bro, Charlie Chase was there with me, my partner, side by side. Like, he's the one that's basically saying, like, we were in this together. And it's like, and he talks about how other people keep telling these stories who weren't there. It so just seems, it feels so divisive. It just really does feel like I'm like, damn, we just want to have a big fight between black and brown folks about it more in the creation of this amazing cross-cultural genre. It just, it, it feels counter, as an outsider who doesn't really have a vote in this, it feels counterproductive. No, it is counterproductive. But people, but we also live in a world where people want to make sure that they get their credit. Right, and especially when you're speaking about black people who often don't get credit. Well, but that, that's the part that's interesting. So here's here's the no, no, but here's the real part. The real part is no matter where you are on planet Earth, and you have and you are of African descent, you're a part of the African diaspora. Right, you're a part of this greater family that has contributed so much to popular entertainment, popular culture, dance, fashion, all of these things, and often. It's not giving credit.
because of white supremacy and racism. So it, it but then you're but then you're space. But now you're allowing the white supremacy piece no, 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 that no, does I'm not. that. I'm not. No, 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 not you, not you. The conversation yes. is allowing that white supremacy piece yes. to now have your own inner conversation yes. between groups who are both part of the diaspora. Yes. And they that's why to. I don't participate. Legends who are actually there anytime before I hear anybody else's opinion. But I, but the 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 Tariq's documentary, from what I saw, I haven't watched the whole thing. I'm gonna check it out. He's talking to Grandmaster Cass. He's talking to people who were there also. So God. it's not just you know him. It's not some random takes. And I think both. And what's the other documentary? What's the the guy you guys interviewed? It's called De La for? Calle. De La Calle. So I think I think it's all useful. Ibra, one last question: As yeah. uh, is the, is there a conversation that I don't know that's being had? About people being like, yo, I got to say, man, this hip-hop thing isn't really black. Is that a conversation that exists? Or no, is, it a ma- is that imaginary? A it's trauma. It's, a it's fear. trauma okay. and fear. It's based in trauma and fear of things being taken from you for generations. And you that that could happen too. That, that the scariest happen. one, like, wow, yes. even hip-hop could happen. Okay, right. that, that, that's, a, that's a reasonable conversation to have because I, I take it for granted. Like, it, it goes without saying that hip-hop is based originally on the black American experience. But but, I, but it's also but remember it also all of this works in and around a time when they're trying to not even get the history books right like right. all of that is triggering all right. of that is the same trauma and triggers of oh you just want to erase us right you just want to act like we don't matter and then we don't even reap the financial benefits because of you know I mean we could run down the the litany of items that the government participated in and making sure that we just didn't even have the financial infrastructure, the knowledge, the da 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 So it's all trigger and anger. I get But ultimately, which is why I don't participate in the division part. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. T-Bro Laura Rosenberg, the gurus are next. Cast one, 97 minutes, commercial free. Mr. C. Mr. C. Step swimming. Jadakiss. EPMD. Eric B. and Rakim. Method Man and Red Man. Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yours truly the curator, the lit digital DJ, Funk Flex on the set. Hosted by Nessa, Ebro, Peter Rosenberg, and Laura Stale. 30th anniversary of Summer Jam. 30% off right now. This offer ends at midnight on Sunday. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Oh, you thought we wasn't going to get it right? He's on fire. T-Bro, Laura Rosenberg, good morning. We have an Andre 3000 dropping a new song Friday update. So now I'm digging, right? And they're saying it's an album, guys. Okay. This is going to be an album. album. It's like Full project. Effort. Yeah, according to NPR, for the first time in over 17 years, Andre is releasing an album of new music, New Blue Sun, supposed to drop this Friday. It's a stunning 87-minute mind-bender, minimalist and experimental, tribal and transcendent. One thing it's not is a rap record. No bars, no beats, no bass. There you go. Andre doesn't sing on this joint either. What he does do is play the flute and plenty of it. Mayan flutes, bamboo flutes, along with other digital wind instruments. So, Yo, big wind talk. So let's see, guys. Let's see. 
Wait, so, Yo, like, so I'm going to tell you where this is going to go crazy, though. You ever go into streaming services and they have like those like relaxation playlists and mood oh, playlists yeah. and chill. Oh, yeah. sleep, sleep, chill, sleep talk. Chill, those chill playlists, this chill, yeah. that chill, whatever. Yo, this is going to go crazy in those chill playlists. So zero oh, percent chance of bars is what you're saying. I mean, zero. are the drums even popping? Can we get some drums? I mean, you don't need drums for rap anymore anyway, so. Yeah. You might get like bongos. A light bongo. It would be How a light minutes? like that. How many minutes? <laughs> 87. 87? Yeah. That's how he's bringing the flutes. Hour and a half. You might get flutes and harps. (laughs) 87 minutes of of rando flutes (laughs) is like that Scorsese joint. That Killers of the Flower Moon, that joint was three and a half hours. Was it really good or not? No, it was really good. Like really (laughs) worth watching? I mean, we know Laura can't last three and a half hours, but like I I can watch... I really enjoyed it. Yes, it was really good. Um, I saw now, a movie. Could it, be, I saw have, a movie could it have been trimmed by thirty minutes? Absolutely. Well, Maybe there's 35. no movie over over three hours that couldn't be trimmed. But that's how Scorsese gets down. Uh, I saw a movie yesterday called uh, The Iron Claw. How was that's that? Com- that's coming out uh, at Christmas time. I loved it, man. It's it's a uh, it's it's a story that I'm fascinated with. It's a wrestling story about the Von Erichs in Texas. This wrestling tragedy. This family of brothers who one by one, they have this uh, curse. This is a real story, and they just kind of keep dying. It's incredibly sad, but it's a it's a fantastic movie. Iron Claw. Um, so, I mean, if you love brother stories, though, if brother stories break you up, bro, it'll it'll take you. Oh, it'll it'll take you. Hello, Jay. Cool. <laughs> Got towards the end. I was like, I haven't even cried yet. And then they had this one last scene. Oh. Since, oh, since we're having boy. movie talk, you guys saw the color purple on the way back? Yeah. I'm here for the new color purple. Yeah. When, when's that coming out again? Christmas Day. Yeah. Oh, that's big. I'm here for the new color purple. Who's 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 in the new one? Uh, man, so many. I don't even want to screw it up. But it's popping. Color purple back. Facts. Let's get to the guru. Hey, yo, it's time for the guru, Shiny Culture and Rosenberg. And Laura, you know you are a beautiful queen. Ebro, don't ever play yourself. You're not a guru. The guru at ebrointhemorning.com. The guru at ebrointhemorning.com. Where the gurus unite to shine the light on your darkness. Rosenberg, who's out there? Who needs us in guru land? By the way, Halle Bailey, Fantasia. They're in the new color purple. I wonder how. I wonder how Ali Bailey went out here was like, "Yo, Taraji, and have me a baby because I don't Tara- put these big films in already." Taraji P Henson, Sierra, you know how she rolls. Her, or that might be soundtrack. I don't know. Her, no, no, Dion Cole. A lot of people. Wow, you're right. A lot of people in this movie. All right, the Guru at EbroInTheMorning.com. The Guru at EbroInTheMorning.com. Your destination for movie talk. And also, sometimes we help people. Send your emails today like this one. I want to start off by thanking you all for the effort and time you put into the show. I lost my job in April, and rough mornings have been made better by the show. My husband and I love White-ish Wednesday, and it makes our week every week to play. Streets need another Shawnee Culture win, though. For real. (laughs) My husband and I have been together since we were 20. We are 30 now. We met in college through mutual friends. We have a fateful connection that has always felt like destiny. 
Before we dated, I had suffered a catastrophic breakup that almost had me drop out completely and completely damaged me personally. Confidence, self-worth, all that. My husband offered me genuine friendship at a time when I needed it the most and has been the most consistent, amazing person in life since. I feel so whack saying he's not like other guys, but he really isn't. Everyone who meets him loves him right away because he's genuine and earnest. He has no enemies, no beef with anybody. He's never put his hands on me, cheated on me, broken up with me, or spoken to me disparagingly. He treats me, like, mm. he treats me like a queen every day. The problem, he's banging my mom. No, I'm just kidding. I made that up, guys. I know I made it up. I made that up. I, I'm sorry. I made it up. Uh, my entire family, especially my mom, who had to pick up the piece of me after that original breakup, absolutely adores him. Over the last decade, he's become a cherished member of our family. Here's my problem. Cast prediction? It's not what I said. Any prediction? Wait, I don't know. I have no idea. It sounds like a, a fairy tale. No. Here's the problem. My dad absolutely hates him. Well, put a bag in that. <laughs> like most people our age, we live at home. And with my dad, um, I have since a few years before COVID. He and my dad are actually really similar people. But because my husband was raised by a single white mom his entire life with no male figures, he has different social cues for things than my dad does, who was raised by two black parents. My dad has been made aware of this several times in the past, but it hasn't mattered. My dad also has his own issues with my long-deceased grandpa that he never sought out therapy for. He has an intense vitriol towards my husband over minor things like forgetting to unplug the toaster or missing the bathroom garbage can on trash day. He'll wait until my husband has left the room or isn't home to rattle off all the things wrong with him. Things my husband is always quick to apologize and correct. And then we'll do the black parent thing of not apologizing and pretending like nothing's wrong the very next day. That's right. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. It, feel, it feels abusive. So far. It feels abusive, but we have no choice but to take it on the chin uh, to have a place to say, even though I know my mom wouldn't allow him to kick us out. I don't feel like my dad could possibly love me when he treats the most important person in my life this way. My husband is a saint. Never claps back at my dad, ever. And while, I, and while I know he knows how to cope well, if the roles were reversed, I would be in shambles. I'm hitting my limit with how much of this I can take. Our goal is to buy my dad out of the house when he retires. And fix it up ourselves, which is likely going to happen in the next two to three years. We want to have kids one day, but I'm considering cutting my dad out of my life completely if he can't find a way to work his own crap out. Because I don't think it's healthy for our future children to see grandpa disrespecting their dad. Is family therapy worth it, even though I don't think he's going to change or even want to go? Or do I just suffer with this for a few more years until my dad retires? Thanks, gurus, for all your help. I don't see a problem. Sounds like parenting to me. <laughs> I don't see a problem, bro. I think I, I, I don't see a problem. Yo, her, her man, her man needs to stop doing white people ish, and then you know, her father it, will stop being upset. Is this is this really what your guys' uh, answer is? Here? Well, I mean, that's what it little, is. And clearly, she was raised in suburbia somewhere, so she she doesn't even get why her dad's really upset. And this feels. The, and the real part of it is, her dad is really mad. Like, why y'all living in my house? That's really right. why he's mad. Why is your man and your husband okay living in my house? And this that, feels, that definitely, this definitely feels like that and a, a, a section of my house, my rules. 
and mm-hmm. kind of like an alpha male battle about this. No, this is my house. You guys are living in my house, and this is how we're gonna do it. So, I mean, I don't think he hates him. I just think he doesn't respect them. And doesn't want them in his space. Like, is there a world where right. they can move out on their own and just get an apartment for a, a couple of years since dad's going to retire and still, you know, go towards your goal of, like, taking over the house eventually? Because it seems like the dad just doesn't want him in his space. Right. Well, I mean, your dad, he could be nicer, but, I mean... So I have, I have, a, da- I have a daughter. Ahead, and let's just say she ends up dating a, a nice young man someday who they want to play house now. Y'all want to play house. But y'all want to be married and play house in my house? Y'all not playing house. Your man, in my view, is not a man. Where's his house? There it is. Why is he in my house? And why is he okay being in my house? Not just for a little while because we're going through something. How many years? And why is he not following the rules in my house? And why are you living together, Rosenberg? <laughs> They, she said since before COVID. Yeah, I Bruh. think I think they need to get out. They need. Here, here's space. what I. Here, yeah, and here's what yeah, I but but this this, this this is still. This, I agree with almost everything being said, but y'all are. It's a big cop out for the dad who also is just well, being a jerk. No, and he not is a, a jerk, and not, and not appreciating having that your daughter has a lovely partner who's not trash out here, which is an option. An option she, that's taken very often. Well, but, but is he not trash? That, he don't have his own house. He can't take care of my daughter. Yeah, I mean, that. Uh, if you want to be intentionally sort of obtuse about it, we don't know what the situation is. Maybe they're paying for school. Maybe they have other things going on. Maybe he wants to live in a house and the daughter's like, no, we need to save money. We don't know that part of it. But that's, is the yeah, only that's all standard. important. She, it's all important. She, true, she, true. She, but the only standard for being said. a man is not owning a home. That is not no, the bro. only standard for manhood. Well, it is when you, how old is that? She didn't say that either. Well, I'm, I'm assuming he's older than old me, school. and I'm 50. So let's assume he's 65. She said he's close to he's close to retirement, didn't he? Said right. he's close so to he, retirement, two, three years. Like, so call him 63. A 63-year-old like, black man, bruh, a lot of it is, what do you have to take care of my child, my right. daughter? And he's like, and her plan is to literally wait for him to die. That's what I'm I saying. mean, I'm, I'm they, generalizing, they but space. she's like, yo, he's going to retire in a couple years and our plan is to buy him out. Was well, that his plan? Right. Yeah, I, think like, we, I don't even know if he's down with that plan. Right. Like, is that his plan? And the more y'all talk, I think your dad don't like your man because he thinks he's a little bitch. But like Rosemary, look, I think them. I think that she should have a plan to move out, right? But also tell her dad, like, yo, I'm moving out because you don't, you're disrespectful to my partner. You know what I mean? Just be honest about how she feels. But I do think they need their own space. But it is the I guess I guess what I'm annoyed by. I think everything you're saying is right, and I, Laura, I do think the answer is moving out. I think we all agree on that. The answer is don't just wait. If you guys are working and you have some income, move move out. But I also am I'm 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 triggered by the basic ass way of looking at the world that the father has decided all these things about the son-in-law, not realizing all the kinds of men. As a, as a father needs to worry about your daughter, you could have worried about her being with someone who's a danger, a problem. Instead, she has a guy who you're choosing not to respect because he leaves the toaster unplugged. My guy, you Plus, might want to get you're, your you're, you're a glass can I, can half you're a glass this? half full kind of guy. Maybe her dad is a negative Nancy. Right. Well, that, that part not, seems clear. <laughs> right. Nobody's, that, not guy. everybody's. He's not going to change in his ways, bro. That's how it is. Right. Not everybody's blessed to have parents that are just going to let you, support you and help you guys through things. So, can I suggest, right, if you have a conversation with the dad and even offer to 
pay rent or offer to do something that might offset the dad a little bit. You know what I'm saying? In the meantime, while they settle, while they get themselves ready to move out, like, because it feels like they're just living there. Like maybe if they tell the dad, hey, listen, you we, know, have we, pay, we have a right, plan. We have a plan. We have a plan. Yeah, I want to pay. At least let me pay for some of these bills. There let me you pay go. Rent. Let me do something. Now we're and talking. Boom, you know. Now we're saving up. Let some me money make on your the life side. easier, father-in-law. Right. How can I help you? There we go. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that'll help. And then, and then, when you do all that, and the father's still complaining because he, while he's taking out the trash in the house, forgot the bathroom trash. Listen, some old people text us just back com- again. Some old people just complain all the time. Well, and, and sometimes family members decide they don't like an in-law, the new in-law, and that's just where they're at, and they're that's not. Right. They're going to keep seeing the negative thing. That's, that's there too. Saying. And if it gets so uncomfortable where you can't be there, you got to get out. Just get out. Plan, make a plan with your partner and, and move to an apartment that you guys can afford and hopefully be able to allow you to save a little bit. And then, you know, I hope that you can stick to your plan of buying out the dad eventually if that's what he wants. Well, you so, know, in all, all of this, about. too, I question her relationship with her dad, too. Like, just because you didn't know that your dad wouldn't like you moving a, a dude into the crib. Like, how come you didn't know that? And wouldn't well, respect maybe, him. And well, maybe there are issues there, you know, that are coming out through the way he treats the son-in-law. Right. And and but and and then the thing you write to us is, I'm just, I'm thinking about ne- disowning my dad basically, and I'm just waiting for him to die over some dude who doesn't even can't even provide you shelter. Well, you just called him some dude. She said they've been together through 10 years, and he's literally treated her like royalty for 10 straight years. Yeah, but and I mean, that, but that's what I'm saying. That relationship is more rock solid. I said it like that because that clearly that relationship is more rock solid than the person who helped bring you into the world. Right, and, and, and who's probably, to your point, hanging their hat on, I provide you shelter. Well, news, Dad, it's 2023. That ain't enough. Well, you know, you'll, Honestly, find, you'll find out. The providing right, well, shelter we, part. We all find out they when you ain't got probably one. Probably move out. So say the gurus. That shelter thing goes a long way. Ebro in the morning with Laura Styles and Rosenberg. Strength, no weakness. We no weakness. Oh, it's time. It is. Call time. right now. You want to break the bank? Get paid. You know we're gonna help you cheat. So get on the line and get to it. But first, flashing lights. The lovely. Laura Styles. Laura Styles got the 411 on the flash lights. Lights. I know you're ready for the flashing light. And Laura Styles can put us on. So Doja Cat is a. I guess, I don't know. I don't know why people think that things are going to be different. She's getting a lot of slack online because she keeps calling her fans dumb and effing stupid for accusing her of wearing blackface. So um, I know you guys saw the, the, the teaser that she posted where um, she basically has a fictional talk show where she's playing herself and the host interviewing her. But the um, host is... I, I, is it, it, it completely painted in dark? But some people are saying it's blood. Yeah, it's, some people it's, are calling it. You know, like it, it looks like it blood. Face, when I saw it, look like blood. People ran. I, people gonna call things blackface. Anybody got their face darker? We see this all the time. So it did I mean, look that way though. It, on an, absolutely, like just initial it looked that way. Glenn, it absolutely, absolutely. It looked that way. But she likes antagonizing her fans and trolling people anyway. So I don't even. I mean, people are clearly falling for it every time. 
Yeah, and then, you know, her friends also reminding people that she has that character that's that blood-soaked alter ego, Scarlet. But whatever, man. But she went out and started calling her fans effing stupid. And But that's what she wants, right? She wants the conversation. Obviously, she's posting and putting out content like this. I think she's also, I'll say it again, I think she's also been purging her fans on purpose. Meaning, like trying to see who's willing to stick through her artistic endeavors and who's not so that she can have a fan base that is really truly there for her creativeness not just being a pop starlet because you know she kind of she was kind of alty and left from the beginning and then had the couple of big hits with woman and the record with SZA Mm -hmm. but she's always kind of been to the left a little bit from the beginning so I think there there is a piece of this where on purpose she's trying to get people to like be mad at her and not be interested. So I mean, you know. I guess that's your flash and light report. Time is eight uh, eight fifty three. A high of fifty two degrees today, and alternate side parking is in effect. It doesn't seem to be stopping these ticket sales. Facts. Nah, she's doing all right. T. Bro, Laura Rosenberg, Debbie's on the line. It's time to break the bank and get Ooh. somebody paid. So wait, y'all saying this time yesterday I was I sounded more off the edibles than I sounded. Oh right yeah, now. way Bro, more. You were so high yesterday. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yo, it was crazy. It's also too because yesterday felt like it was moving in slow motion. You were. I was like, why is everybody talking so slow? <laughs> <laughs> Rosenberg and Lori ain't got nothing to say. Why is there these long uh. gaps in between our conversation? What is happening? Everything was just pausing. Well, also, I was also I was letting you cook. I wanted to let let the air let it breathe. You know what? You were setting me up. <laughs> no, no, no. Just letting you. Just letting it go. Let's just hear what it sounds like. Laura, you was gonna let him set me up like that. You're my only safeguard against him. I can't trust him. Bro, you know he'll take this show, throw his name on it, and try to run off to the races. <laughs> he broke it. I'll call. I, I I actually sent an email after the show. I was like, I, guys, I got to tell you, I don't know, man. I think Ebro's got a drug thing going on. I, I <laughs> yo, you I man think, gonna report me to the FCC for <laughs> operating <laughs> federal equipment inebriated or something? Oh, so weird. God. So weird how they got a copy of this show. That's crazy. <laughs> well, I just figured if we waited long he gonna enough, re, he get, gonna re-edit the audio to make it sound like I get high every day. Listen, here's a week of audio. He's high every. Well, though, no, and you say enough crazy things that if I were to take something you say on a regular day and say that was just because of drugs that would sound believable yo man we live in a sensitive time man we gotta watch this we gotta watch these people trying to get us fried out here Rosenberg you're supposed to be on my side sorry man. sorry no it was hilarious though it was very funny Debbie you ready to break the bank yes I'm ready alright pay attention say stop really loud it's time for okay. Debbie to break the bank <laughs> Hey, now. Oh, the Debbie, now. Come on. Hello, Jay Cool Jay. I You was late. You was late. You was late. The alarm went off, Debbie. When I said, hey, now, you waited. No, I said stop. Oh, no, I said stop. Debbie, you know I'd be trying to cheat. 
This is not good. Damn, Debbie, damn. damn. damn that was a high number, too. Damn. Hang on, Debbie, man. You got to oh. call back and try again, man. The damn. next chance for somebody to beat the buzzers at 12 noon, man. Damn. 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 Lil Debbie. Lil Debbie. Mr. C. Mr. C. Step swimming. Jadakiss. EPMD. Eric B. and Rakim. Method Man and Red Man. Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yours truly the curator, the lit digital DJ Funk Flex on the set. Hosted by Nessa, Ebro, Peter Rosenberg, and Laura Stale. 30th anniversary of Summer Jam. 30% off right now. This offer ends at midnight on Sunday. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com.